You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. And welcome to episode number 44 of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. We are, of course, the home of all things spooky when it comes to CKCC Radio. And yes, we're now two weeks closer to Halloween. (laughs) The perfect season for a podcast like this. Now today we're going to talk about one of the most haunted locations in all of the United States. I have yet to visit it. If anyone wants to, you know fly me out there i will greatly appreciate it you can tag along too and we can do a paranormal investigation aboard the queen mary out in long beach california but before we get into the queen mary ship let's talk a little bit about what's coming up in two weeks because i'm really happy to do another one of these it's going to be another one where we explore a little bit more of my own investigations starting with the uh ghost walk that i went on a couple weeks ago that i mentioned two weeks ago as well i'm actually going to play some of our evps and uh ghost box sex sessions for you for that i'm also probably going on one maybe two other investigations along the way between now and then so i will definitely keep you posted i uh added a new tool to the uh ghost hunting bag Um, which I'm excited to actually use out in the field. Uh, I have very limited experience with them, um, which makes me want to use them more. I'm talking about dowsing rods. I had no experience prior to my ghost walk two weeks ago, and now I'm just looking for an excuse to use them. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Those are always fun. But let's go ahead and talk about the Queen Mary. Now, Something about me that I've mentioned several times on this podcast, as much as I love the paranormal, I also really love history. Uh, And the two are usually tied into each other. So having a ship like the Queen Mary, which served in World War II, does not surprise me that it is uh, supposedly haunted. So let's get into a little bit of history about the Queen Mary. Um, It started work on in December of 1930 and was finished by 1934. It was christened on September 26, 1934. Uh, The construction was ordered on April 3rd, 1929. Now that day is not really that significant unless you flash forward about 48 years because yeah, that's my birthday, April 3rd. Me Me and the Queen Mary have something in common there. Um, again, big, beautiful ship. Uh, it is 1,019.4 feet. Its height is 181 feet, 12 decks. Can go as much as, uh, 52.8 kilometers per hour. I mean, and now it served, after it was used as a warship, it then got christened into a uh, cruise ship and is now part of uh, the Historical Society. So the Queen Mary has seen pretty much everything you can see. It was obviously used in wartime. It's been used in peacetime. 
Um, so it really, like I said, should come as no surprise of the stories of the hauntings that have happened there. Uh, it's one of those places that has been on multiple ghost paranormal shows. Uh, ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, the original. Um, Fact or Faked, which, again, to me, is one of the best shows that has been around. It was, I'm pretty sure it was on Expedition X as well. Um, so, yeah, it's been all over. In fact, the Ghost Hunters episode is one of the most famous or should I say infamous moments on the entire run of the original show because they actually caught the crew of the ship hoaxing evidence because the rumor was that uh, if you make a bed in a certain room and you come back the bed has been unmade so they set up a camera in the room and they went back to check it and lo and behold the uh, bed was unmade. They start freaking out as well as they should until they review the evidence and you can see that the camera had been paused. Somebody then unmade the bed, started rolling again, and then snuck out. And that's just shitty. Especially with the history of the Queen Mary, there is absolutely no reason to fake evidence. It's one of two uh, times I can remember ghost hunters catching someone faking their faking evidence. Which is kind of ironic because ghost hunters have also been accused of faking their own evidence as well. And that's equally as shitty. But again, a place like the Queen Mary does not need to fake its evidence because there are way too many stories of the hauntings that are real that we don't need fake evidence. That's just me. Alright, so let's get more into the history of the Queen Mary, not just the paranormal part of it, now that I went off on my tangent about faking evidence. Um, obviously, it was never designed as a warship that somehow wound up in war. Um, had a lot of history in World War II, uh, was part of, was involved in it basically for the entire run of World War II, even at one point, uh, hosting Winston Churchill to get him to meetings with fellow Allied forces in the war. So from April, or sorry, from the 8th to the 14th of December, 1942, Queen Mary carried 10,390 soldiers and 950 crew. During this trip, which was 700 miles, she was suddenly hit broadside by a rogue wave that may have reached a height of 28 meters. It was calculated later that the ship rolled 52 degrees and would have actually capsized had she rolled another 3 degrees after the damage of that rogue wave. I mean, think about the size of the ship for a single wave to do that much damage. So, that is quite the impressive wave. Uh, at one point in 1942, the Queen Mary accidentally sank one of her escort ships. Now, I'm not a boat captain or anything, but that is probably not a good thing to do. Uh, it actually sliced through the late cruiser HMS Kuroko off the Irish coast. Unfortunately, 239 people were lost during this. 
Some sources claim that hours later, the convoy's lead escort returned to rescue 99 survivors of the crew. The claim is contradicted by the liner's then staff captain. But regardless, still, never good to sink your own ship. The ship also spent a lot of time, including its original launch, out of Southampton, United Kingdom, which is, of course, famous because that is also the same dock that another famous ship first sailed out of. I'm, of course, talking about the Titanic. I also sailed out of there, and luckily for me, I survived. Now, let's get on to the, the meat and potatoes, because while I do like history, let's be honest, this is not a history podcast. This is real paranormal talk. So let's go ahead and talk about some of the hauntings on the Queen Mary. I mean, they, they've described pretty much everything you can imagine. Phantom sounds, phantom shadow figures. Um, Time Magazine in 2008 referred to it as one of the top 10 most haunted places. And again, when you have a serious magazine like Time, who probably 99.9% of their uh, writers probably don't discuss paranormal, the fact that they went ahead and did that tells you everything that you need to know. Uh, I'm certainly going to go look up what the other nine were because I'm curious. Um, one of the most haunted rooms, which we'll get more into, is B340. It is uh, the... There's a plethora of paranormal activities that have been claimed there, so we're definitely going to spend a little bit more time on that. Um, there's a lot of other stories as well that have taken place in the whole part of the ship. For example, there is a spirit named Jackie. Jackie's a young girl of maybe five or six years old. Uh, Peter James uh, was there with the film crew when uh, he recorded a voice that said, meet me in the other pool. James was confused because he didn't realize that the room he was in had been a second-class pool during the ship sailing days. Peter did as asked and met Jackie in the first-class pool, which transpired there has now become part of a paranormal legend. Peter conversed with Jackie for over 10 minutes. The whole conversation was caught on camera. The event helped launch Peter into the spotlight and spawned the TV show Sightings. Now, I don't know about you, but I grew up on Sightings, which probably helped feed my uh, paranormal thirst. So I don't remember that, but I was also a kid when that show was on. So uh, there are other spirits on the ship. The Lady in White has been known to sing to Jackie. And there's also a little girl known as Sarah who has taken it upon herself to be Jackie's protector. The ghost known to us as Grumpy, there's a Grumpy ghost, because of course there is, has also taken an interest in the child, even though we don't know why. They actually have said that there are up to 600 spirits on the ship, which again, I would honestly not be surprised. I am looking at a picture right now of possibly Jackie. It is a little girl that they claim there was nobody in the photo when it was taken. Peering over a, uh, looks like steps. It was taken, it's from the book Ghosts of the Queen Mary, courtesy of Priscilla Urate. Uh, 
definitely want to do a follow-up on this because I'm very interested in this book and I may have to get it. Um, again, just so many stories from that ship. Reports as far as paranormal for B340 date back to the final ocean voyage in 1967 before being docked and include everything from complaints from guests staying in the room that someone was knocking on the door in the middle of the night, bathroom lights turning on and off, the sink faucet turning on and off, unexplained bathroom doors shutting, some guests have reported their covers of the bed being pulled off, that goes back to that Ghost Hunters episode, and waking up to see a dark figure standing at the foot of the bed. During voyage years, the space encompassed actually three third-class staterooms and has since been remodeled to become one large guest room. Uh, in addition to standard hotel amenities, B340 will supply a chest with unique items available for guests to amplify their overnight haunt experience, including a Ouija board, tarot cards, and a crystal ball. Uh, I've made my feelings known about Ouija boards on this podcast many times, but I will go ahead and state no, 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 hell no. Do not mess with a Ouija board because you cannot control what actually comes through the portal that you may open. It is not worth the risk. That's just my opinion. I've never actually touched a Ouija board. I don't think that I ever will. Then again, never say never. So, uh, but no, I'm not in favor of Ouija boards. I never have been. I probably never will be. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and order that book. And in a few weeks or months, we'll do a uh, follow-up about some of the other stories that I've read about the Queen Mary. So that is going to wrap up this episode of Real Paranormal Talk here on CKCC Radio. Like I said, in two weeks for episode number 45, going to do some more of my real uh, paranormal investigation stuff. Might even do a live, well, not live, but a uh, Out in the Field Part 2, depending on what winds up happening. Uh, I have some plans for later in the week, so we shall see. Don't forget to check out the other great shows here on CKCC Radio, including The Nerd Table, Stupid Sexy Podcast, Twice a Week, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves Podcast, The First Monday of Every Month, Chris Ranks the Universe, J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Bored to Death Bingecast, The A Show, By the Numbers, Park Hopper 101, and the newest show on the network, CED Talk, you know, kind of like TED Talk, but with Chris Decker instead. Don't forget to check out our other sister shows, including The Blake and Sal Show, Sick Minds of Matt and Eric, United We Fan, and Earth's Mightiest Weirdos, part of This Dislife Podcasts. Thank you for listening, and have a good one, everybody. Take it easy.